today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The City of London has asked private landlords to help house the homeless. Now, this has been a problem, of course, uh, that's been going on for quite some time, exacerbated by the pandemic. And we've seen tent encampments popping up in London and Hamilton and many other cities. And there's been an attempt now to try to find accommodation, even just, you know, temporary accommodation uh, to try to alleviate some of the concerns here. And uh, London City Council came up with uh, what looks like a very innovative idea and a very innovative plan for this to happen. But like all the other communities that are doing this, it takes private sector cooperation in partnership with this. And apparently no landlords in London offered to participate in this new program, which is quite shocking, frankly, to an awful lot of people. Joining us to talk about this is Chuck Lazenby, Executive Director for the Unity Project. Uh, Chuck, thank you so much for the time. Glad you could join us today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, were you surprised by this reaction or non-reaction, really, from the private sector? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think that it's disheartening. Um, you know, I think that we need everyone to to participate in solutions. Um, and so, you know, I think that when, when something falls flat, then you feel like you have to go back to the drawing board, right? And, it, and that further delays what opportunities might be able to be presented for people experiencing homelessness. Um, you know, I think the optimist and hopeful person in me um, maybe thinks that perhaps not enough landlords knew, uh, perhaps it wasn't you know, um, a well-known ap- application out there in the community, and and maybe uh, with some news exposure about it, perhaps there might be people willing to engage at this point. But um, yeah, it is disheartening for sure. So you're not ready to give up, obviously. I mean, you can't really ever be. Yeah, ready yeah. To give well, up yeah. The problem's not gonna, <laughs> problem's not going to go away, is it? Yeah, yeah. But but the thing that that blew me away when I saw this little check is that this. City Council, I thought, went above and beyond to try to do this. Our two homes rented at 2500 bucks a month. Uh, if approved by council, the uh, the homes, here's what's going to happen. The tenant, which is City Hall, takes responsibility to ensure the landlord gets paid fully every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also that uh, they will ensure that the home is clean and not damaged. Uh, so, I mean, they're doing everything possible here to try to take all the pressure off the off the uh, the the owners of these of properties and landlords that want to get involved in this process, uh, and, and really reduce the risk. That's why I I'm hoping you're right that maybe just not enough people knew about the program. Uh, I I can't believe that people just aren't empathetic to the concern here. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, it, it's hard to draw conclusions of what is going on for folks. I think that you know. This has been a very difficult year on sure. everyone as well, and um, you know it's it's hard to kind of understand where where people's empathy can lie at this point, right? I think um, people are exhausted um, for lots of reasons, um, and so I you know I think that there is there is some people out there who want to participate in it, and I think we just we need to find them. Um, you know, we have a lot of landlords in the community already who participate in programs, mm-hmm. so it's not like there isn't anyone interested um, in, you know, helping to provide some solutions to poverty and homelessness. There, there are absolutely landlords that we, we work with all the time as a community. So I think they're out there. I think we need to do, you know, a, a better job of getting that message out there um, that this is what we need um, and, and hopefully we can we can find those folks who want to uh, participate in this program. I, I'm not going to ask you to 
pinpoint numbers here, just on short because with a no notice at all. But do you have any idea at all about the the availability of, of rental stock? I mean, are there enough units available? I mean, uh, I, you know, things have been a little bit different this year, as you said, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't comment on the specific numbers, but I can comment on the fact that in the past two three years, London has seen vacancy rates go down significantly and rents increase significantly. Um, you know, so it has been, it, there has been extra barriers put up for actually getting people housed that we maybe haven't seen as much in, in, in years prior to the past two or three. Um, so that pressure is really on to, to try to figure that out. So, which keeps coming back to the idea that there are, there are units available, there are landlords that probably would take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, I guess to, to kind of regroup here, what you want to do is talk to the city about, uh, some sort of a plan to make sure you get the word out here. I don't know exactly what kind of a, 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 a game plan they used in the, in the first place here, but, uh, to get zero response on something like this. But, uh, it sounds as if this is a pretty good deal for people that might have units that are available like this, uh, even on a yeah. short-term situation. So it's, it, I, 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 I think you're right. I hope you're right. That the more mm-hmm. people, the the more landlords that find out about this, said, "Oh, oh, oh, we didn't understand that." Okay, let's let's get going. So, how do you how do you do something like that? How do you get the word out? Well, I think you know this helps. <laughs> um, sure. I think that it was in our local papers, um, and you know that we really just need to keep talking about it. It's not something we should give up on. Um, you know, we have to pursue a multitude of strategies when it comes to creating solutions for poverty and homelessness. So we just got to keep going, right? Well, yeah, and, and I, I know that uh, in Hamilton, of course, they, they tried to fix this a couple of weeks ago, and, and they've made accommodation, but, I mean, these are shelters, and they're renting hotel and motel rooms around the city, and I know a lot of communities are doing something like that. Uh, but we you'd like to well, find, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, what choice do you have at this stage uh, to mm-hmm. try to get people out of the encampments and into something? They, they need a roof over their head. That's what it comes down to. But, mm-hmm. but we need to endeavor to find long-term solutions here too. Uh, and I know that you know, even as late as last week, you know, both the federal government uh, and the provincial government to a certain extent, but the federal government especially, has earmarked money uh, for what they call rapid housing. And, and I know London's getting, I think, seven point five million. I think they're getting. Uh, mm-hmm. For for that sort of a project, but that's not going to happen next week. I mean, you know, I know they're going to. They said the money's going to come out the door really fast and get going on this. But you have to build the stuff, or, or you know, re- renovate or whatever the case might be. Uh, this is a a, a a program that London City Council has put together here, which is going to address this on the short term. I mean, this could happen yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that the problem is we're trying to catch up on decades of inadequate systemic support, right? Yeah, um, and so. I think that the during the pandemic, even though prior to the pandemic, we're still in this crisis, is that people are, you know, there's a heightened sense of urgency during this time to make things happen. And I think we really have to leverage that at this point to ensure that we are driving for solutions um, in our communities. Um, I think we're all a little worried that, like, as the pandemic kind of, you know, continues as that is there going to be that fatigue of empathy towards um, folks experiencing homelessness and poverty is, you know, we need to keep this going and keep that momentum going about addressing this issue, because it is, like I said, decades of inadequacy that we're trying to catch up on here. I got to tell you, from my experience on city council years ago, I mean, you know, to actually put a package together like this, where they're they're 
pretty much going out on a limb, you know, to, to take responsibility for the lease and ensure that the, the, the payments are going to be there every week and actually the maintenance of the property as well. I'm sure that uh, there was a few looks from city staff when they were talking with us saying, you guys sure you want to do this? But they did, which I think under, underscores the fact that city council understands the gravity of the situation and something needs to be done right away. Uh, and I think they've they've put something out there that I think is going to be great. What, let's let's hope that uh, that once there's a I guess a rebooting of uh, of of reaching out to people and and you know publicity publicity for something like this uh, that you're going to get more of an uptake on this. Yeah, I think that you know we just are in this position where we we can't stop trying, right? And and as disheartening as it is when you hit these roadblocks, um, we just still need to push forward uh, because this kind of issue to the scale, it doesn't solve itself, right? We all need to actually take action and feel some responsibility for people who are most marginalized in our society. And so I think that by having city council put these programs out, we're showing uh, the community that as a city, this is an issue we care about and we need to do something about. And we just really need, you know, the um, everyday citizens to um, also grab onto that issue. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Now, I know that they, they, they put the request for proposals out here for interest uh, back in the early part of the summer, uh, and that was a rather tentative time. I think a lot of landlords mm-hmm. didn't understand what was going on or what was going to be happening in the fall uh, vis-a-vis universities and colleges mm-hmm. and, you know, whether or not, they, you know, as we, at, at that time, I'm just trying to think back, uh, we didn't know whether or not, uh, you know, they were going to be doing everything virtually from, from post-secondary education systems at that time. So uh, maybe maybe they just kind of close their minds to that anticipation that things were going to change but uh that was a few months ago and i'm sure that uh, that once uh, the award gets out there once again about what's going to happen that you're going to find some some positive action to this i hope so anyway yeah i hope so as well and i think you're right there's been a lot of uncertainty for everyone um this year and so i, I think maybe things are a little clearer um and hopefully we will see some movement on it mm-hmm. uh Chuck, let's stay in touch with this and hopefully uh, some better news about this in the days ahead. Thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Chuck Lazenby, Executive Director for the Unity Project, uh, one of many groups, of course, in the London area that are trying to address this problem. And 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 you know what? Uh, hats off to City Council, too, for being uh, proactive in a situation like this, too. And as I say, this is, a, this is you know, to af- offer guaranteed rent responsibility for damages uh, is uh, something i got to tell you, a lot of other municipalities would not have done uh, because they're putting themselves into a, a liability situation. And let's face it, there's a cost to this, too. But clearly city council has understood that, yeah, there's a cost, but this is something that is is worthy of that cost to try to, to uh, you know, uh, eliminate this problem, if not mitigate it anyway, uh, because things are only going to get worse if we don't do something about this. So hopefully uh, segments like this and others that uh, people get the word about what's happening, that they're going to get some sort of an idea as to ha- there is a solution. And uh, we can hopefully get some uptake on that in the next little while. Other cities trying to come up with it too, and, and like we just said with uh, with Chuck, uh, there are some solutions on the horizon uh, because of the money that's coming in uh, from uh, the federal government. And uh, we had the assurances uh, from the government uh, earlier this week when the prime minister made that announcement uh, that the money would be coming out the door or going out the door. They said in a few days. Uh, which is unprecedented, really, for government programs. Usually the wheels of, of, of government, especially when it comes to doling money out, uh, grind very, very slowly. And it takes weeks, if not months sometimes, uh, for that money to get out and uh, actually into the hands of the people that can do something worthwhile with it. But uh, this is a crisis. We're dealing with a, a homeless crisis, homelessness crisis 
uh, right across the country, not just in London, not just in Hamilton, but right across this country. Uh, and it's been there before. I mean, we've always talked about this. Every city council for years now has been c- concerned about the, the homelessness problem and about affordable housing. And uh, as we talked about in the last segment, too, just even going into the rental situations, uh, rents have gone up considerably over the last little while. And uh, that's problematic for an awful lot of people, which is maybe even one of the reasons uh, why some of those people in those tent encampments were there, because they just couldn't afford to pay the rent anymore. And, uh, you know, the, the provincial government has to step into a situation like this, too. So you can't just point to one government body and say, well, you know, the, the, you guys got to do something about this. They all have to do something about this. This, this as, as Chuck mentioned, uh, has been a long time in, in its creation uh, to, to get to where we are right now with homelessness and people living on the street or tent encampments or whatever the case might be. And there's a variety of things that are going on, and we've talked about some of those on the program before. A lot of it has to do with income. Uh, I know when the, the argument was being made here in Ontario for a basic income plan, uh, they talked about the fact that, uh, you know, housing, putting a roof over your head, was becoming unaffordable. Well, that was prophetic, wasn't it? Because that's starting to happen now, where people are having to leave their, their rental of, of properties, something because they can't afford to pay them. Uh, but the rent on those, and let's face it, it's not as if there's a plethora of alternatives here. Uh, you might be able to find something cheaper. You might not. And then where does that leave you? So when governments come up with programs like this, like the federal government has with their quick start program, that's great. Uh, I know there's a lot of pressure on Premier Ford at Queen's Park these days uh, to come up with ideas to try to do with the, the, uh, some concerns and address some of the concerns about rental controls. And I know landlords kind of cringe when we talk like that, but th- there's got to be a balance here. Uh, because, you know, the, the people that are paying the rent are having problems. And we understand that the landlords have responsibilities and the landlords have bills to pay too. So you can't just arbitrarily say, okay, we're just going to freeze everything and uh, that's going to be it, uh, because that leaves them high and dry. So, But it, it comes down to having a discussion about this. Uh, talk to the people that are doing this and talk to the people that are advocating for, for tenants and advocating for landlords and try to come up with something like this, because it's a multifaceted problem. And it's going to take a multifaceted solution to actually deal with it. And uh, we're certainly not there yet. But the local councils in Hamilton and London and I know in Toronto and even down in Windsor and other cities are uh, coming up with some pretty innovative ideas uh, to try to deal with this. And uh, hopefully uh, the landlords in the London area are uh, going to pay heed to this and uh, hop on board and see if they can do something to try to be part of the solution. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.